Welcome back once to the LP Podcast with your boy, Carlos D. And this is your girl, Christy. Dusty Lips is what we call her on the streets. Because the lips is always dry and crusty. And no one calls me that. And number two, everyone who's new to the show, this is Carlos's very odd way of showing his care for people around him. He likes to insult them. That's the only way he knows. I'm not going to take it personally. It's 2019. I've moved on. I'm actually just trying to get us a chapstick uh, sponsorship. (laughs) Dusty lips ass. Anyway, you know you will. If this this is your first time listening, know what you could do? You can please do us a favor and like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. You can find us wherever they find great podcasts, including Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Um, do us a favor, go to our Instagram page and like whatever post that Christy, the communi- communications director's post there. And if you want to do us a solid and reach out to us and com- communicate with us, you can send us an email to the PLP podcast at gmail.com. Any shout outs, news, thing you want to say, or you just want to get right to the meat of the matter? Uh, shout out to the snow day we had today. Uh, beautiful snow, working from home. And shout out to Jiffy Cornbread, so delicious, 79 cent at your local grocery store. Oh, you don't make your cornbread from scratch? Mm-mm. You know, I use that Jiff Jiff. You make yours from scratch? You know your man not happy at home. Whatever. Yes, he is. <laughs> you, give him, you give him that dollar store cornbread. <laughs> no, Jiffy, no, Jiffy is brand name cornbread. That's classic black soul food cornbread. What up? You don't be putting no you, honey on it, no butter. No. You don't. Yes, you don't put yes, no I milk do. In it. What are you talking about? Have you ever made Jiffy cornbread? No, Any? we make our cornbread from scratch in the Delgado family. Oh, excuse me with your bougie ass. We ain't with that cheap stuff. Bougie. We, we go to the dollar store to get our food. Mm. We just okay. get our cups and plates from the dollar store, not the food. Anyway, Jiffy is sold at, at your local grocery store and probably dollar store too. It don't matter. But those mm. are my shout outs. What you shouting out? And my cheap food, I had some um, oodles and noodles today. Oh my Just god! Too, they was chicken flavor. I like beef better. Beef is the best. Beef is the best. Best oodle and noodle flavor. No, it's I had, not. I had a heap of chicken. What's the best one? Chicken and Oriental. Oriental tastes like nothing. No, and they're ill. You know what? I don't like creamy. So I would say my order chicken is enough. chicken Oriental beef, and then creamy is very last. Like, like I, why is it got to be creamy? Yes. Ew. Mm-hmm. Over beef to me. Mm-hmm. Nah, beef is the best. Beef definitely got the best flavor, the best everything. You ever had the shrimp? The shrimp trash. Mm, yeah, I don't remember what it tastes like. Well, uh, chicken uh, is secondary to beef. Beef is the best one. Well, they all got a whole bunch of sodium in them anyways. I know. That's but... why you can't eat it every day. But damn, that thing be hitting. You put when, it... when it's a slow day like today, cold and when you need some warmth in your system. You know, many... I, don't need, I don't need the broth in though. I just have bare new. I cook the noodles down, mm-hmm. and then I dump all the water out, and then I put the seasoning in the noodles. So it's like almost no water. It's almost all noodles. That thing be hurt, which is yeah. weird because when I was a kid, I used to have so much broth. I used to drink it after I finished. I used but to drink mine at the end. 
Yeah, but I definitely leave a little bit of water still in there. Not a whole lot, but I'm not eating no dry noodles with sauce I, on I mean, them. they wet. They wet. It's not like soupy, but they wet. Okay. Have you ever um, fried up an egg in yours? Or like um, scrambled an egg in the water? Um, had somebody do that for me, but I never did it myself. Mm-hmm. It's, pretty, it's not bad, but I don't do that all the time either. But... I mean, if you, go, if you go to like a ramen restaurant, it's always like an egg in there. But it's usually mm-hmm. not fried. It's usually like um, a boiled egg. Like half a boiled egg, or maybe it boils in the in the broth. Maybe. So All these right. broke motherfuckers uh, eating our cheap Jiffy Jiffy cornbread that you got from the dollar store, and me eating my twenty five cent ramen noodles. <laughs> exactly, ten cents. Sometimes they be ten cent. I know but anyway. Man. Anyway, so um, people don't know this, but almost seventy seven. I was looking at the uh, our text messages. And 73% of our communications is just sent us sending random news articles to each other. Um, of other 72%, uh, other news articles I sent to you, you read about 8% because you often don't read them. You don't respond. You don't even give back a comment. You are very rude when it comes to that. You act like you read them half the time. The times you do read them, you don't even respond to what's going on in the story because you didn't read it. You skimmed it. So I know you're not really reading them. So over almost 80% of our communications is these articles, and you never actually read nothing but about 10% of them. Well, some of them, I've already read them, and you find out about them two weeks later. So it's no reason for me to like read the story because I already know what happened. And then two, sometimes the whole headline gives the whole thing away. So it's like, okay, I, got, I feel like I have the gist of it. I don't want to read anything else about it. It's and then number three, sometimes, I'm, and sometimes I just, I'm just busy and I just forget. But who did this analysis? I need to see who did this analysis of the text messages between us. I sent them to the um the Mayo Clinic's um, <laughs> research and development board, and got they it. got back to me within forty eight hours. It cost me over seventeen thousand dollars. Wow! But I want to be a... accurate in my steps. All right, all right. So I'm a, so, I'll do better. Wait, wait. wait okay, you are gonna do better? But the, this is what I decided to do. So instead of me sending you the articles and never listening to them, what we're going to do is read these articles to each other. Not the whole article, of course, the gist of it. So we can get our live comments as opposed to me waiting three days for you finally to text me back or you not <laughs> reading it at all or you not doing it. So we're going to get straight into this. And I'm going to start it off first. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no overreaction on all this week. We, we might just get rid of the whole segment because we never have any stories. And I blame you because you're supposed to do the research. You're, because Carlos is a slacker. All right. I just paid $17,000 for a text message analysis so don't ever say i'm not committed to this show all right too far too far all right but so but anyway i want to really quick going back last week or not last week last episode you you dispersed my man dan what's his name dan gabsy gasby dan gasby you dispersed him when he had picked up a wife and you said only a man would do something this low down and this dastardly trying to point men uh men in, in marriages is bad people that are always the bad person in marriages and always the bad guy so when i ran across this article I had to bring it up to show you that women are way more scandalous and dirty and disgusting than a man could ever be. All right, let's hear it. From Miller County, Missouri. A Missouri woman is is behind bars after allegedly killing her husband to marry an inmate. Dang. Police say a 41-year-old woman and Amy Murray poisoned her husband with antifreeze and not only did she kill him, she then placed his body in the bed that they shared and set this man on fire. Mm. He was already dead, but still. And do you know why she did it? 
to be with her inmate lover? Is that what you just said? Her, well, I don't know if she's her lover, but she worked in the jail. She wanted to marry a jailbird who is doing about 30 years for murder himself and killed her husband. So why didn't she divorce the man? So you want you want Gabsy's back because he got a new girlfriend, but at least he's supporting his woman and taking care of his wife so she dies. This woman killed her husband. Yeah. So she could be with a jailbird. That's, that's messed up, number one. And number so two, I've never trash? understood... No, all women are not trash. So I would just say that I never understood why when people want to get a divorce, they result to killing their spouse. Rather, I mean, people don't want to be together anymore or when I'm get caught cheating, you want to kill your spouse rather than just giving them a divorce. Like, I don't like just break up with them rather than spend your life in jail. Like, I just never understood that. But that's cruddy. But then number two, inmates need love, too. You know, there was um, a lady, an author named Asha Bandel. She wrote a book, I forget what it's called, but it was based on her true life story. She married some guy that was in jail. I don't think the relationship lasted, but <laughs> I don't awful. know what the uh, the draw is for that. Like, they must have some serious game, like, to win out over, you know, the partner who is actually free and, and at home and that you see every day. So, that that's, that's crazy. Um, definitely not the move to make. I think and, I'm telling um, you the best thing about it is you ever see the episode of Seinfeld? You, you never watch Seinfeld, right? Nope. Never watched Seinfeld. Well, it's, it's this episode of Seinfeld with George, George Costanza starts to date a woman in jail. He's like, this is the perfect How does that even happen? Because How do she was date somebody in jail? She was like in a, in a white collar jail. So she was, mm-hmm. she's like, he did like some, some pretty white collar crime. And he was like a, a, the head of a charity because his wife had passed or his fiance had passed away. So he met her through the jail, and he was like, it's the perfect relationship because, one, you always know where she is. Two, you get a lot of time to yourself. Three, conjugal visits. And four, she can't just pop up on you. Like, she can't be all involved in your life, but you always know where she is, and you always know what's going on with her. But it's not the reverse. So, wait. I thought conjugal visits were only for if you were married. I mean, it's a TV show. Oh, okay, okay. And apparently, it's only, like, two states that actually allow conjugal visits. So really? So don't go to jail and think you're going to still get your wife. Um, cause you're not, mm. unless you live in California or the great state of Washington. Hmm. Remember the movie Life with um. Eddie Murphy. Martin. Yeah. A temperature about a hundred degrees. Oh, that also had a cornbread scene. They had the cornbread scene, Green and they had conjugal cornbread. visits in that one. So maybe that was back in the day. But that's a wild story. She set, she killed him, and set him on fire. So, so she just she she's want to be behind she just want to be behind bars with her lover even though they're gonna be in separate jails because they don't house men and women together to my yeah, knowledge. She beat the charges. Damn. I'm gonna say she's not gonna beat it though. I think they got her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now do you so, have a story? I do. So hold on, wait first. Do you want to apologize to uh, Gabby first because he, he stayed by his woman instead of killing her? He could have smothered her with a pillow. Well, I don't think I said anything that warrants a, an apology. I expressed my opinion that I thought that. You know, he should have, he could wait a little bit longer. We already rehashed it. I'm not going to go into it. I don't feel like I have anything to apologize for. Go back and listen to the previous episode if you want to hear my opinion on Dan Gatsby and uh, Miss B. Smith. So, no apology, Dan. But anyway, so like uh, Carlos said, we have been like sending stories back and forth. And so, one that came out the other day, but I'm just now realizing that the story it's kind of, it came out anyway, back in, um, 2018, people are out here reusing condoms and washing condoms. (laughs) So, you know, it's 
Valentine, you know, it's February, Valentine's Day. It's also uh, February 7th was National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day. And then this article like comes across my timeline on social media. People just feel like it's been okay to reuse condoms. You know, you can't afford them or, you know, you have multiple back-to-back sessions and instead of getting a new one, you keep using the same one. The CDC said you're not supposed to do that when you wash them out and wrench them out in the sink, you are causing the material of the condom, the latex, to deteriorate, and you're putting yourself more at risk. So people, number one, it's great that you're wrapping up. Number two, don't reuse condoms. Get a fresh one. Now for you, have you ever reused a condom? Uh, no. But uh, I will, I can understand why people do it. You know how much, I, like, you know how much condoms cost? But if you're trying to get, expensive if as you're hell. trying to get brand name condoms, I mean, my I there's a local brand health name. It's only one lane. No, there's lots of different condom brands. Only one I trust. Well, which one is that? Trojan Merch. <laughs> but no, like Durex Lifestyle, your local health department, at least you know in the state of Maryland, you can get them for free. Go lifestyle, pick them up. You use Lifestyle. All you want is a baby, because them things won't break. And they always come in like super nice colors. So and they so small. I don't think they made for the black man. Oh, <laughs> please. Tight, bro. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. They can stretch. They can stretch. Mm-hmm. But that Maybe was just like an odd thing. I'm just like surprised that, you know, that even had to be addressed. I mean, it just made sense to me that once you're done, you done, you know, ejaculated in the condom. Like, how, right. does, how do you wash it out? I don't know. Either. Like, drink, like, just pull it inside out and let it fall into the sink and then put water in it. I don't like it, like a water balloon. They didn't. They didn't express. They weren't trying to give people instructions on how to do it because you ain't supposed to be doing it in the first place. Mm. But right, because it's usually you know when it's done, it's filled up, and then you know if it's not if it's not filled up for whatever reason, it's all like scrunched up and just not reusable again in the first place. But apparently, people are doing it, and um, y'all like, need to stop. Yeah, I don't even know how they how they put it back on. Because have you ever had been like you know involved in that right and using one, and then let's say. You know, you stop for whatever reason, you take a break in the middle, and then, like, you kind of, like, lose it. Like, the guy kind of, like, loses direction. And then even trying to, like, put it back on or pull it all the way back down, if you, like, lose it and then try to get it back again, it's hard to put that back on. So, I don't know how people was washing them and then reusing them. Right. Uh, Might as well just go raw at that point. Exactly. But, no, we're not promoting raw sex. But, also on that note... If you're moving from one location to another, from vaginal to anal, you're supposed to change your condom as well. And don't double up. Huh? Even with the same person? Yeah, because you're taking bacteria from, you know, if you're doing anal, you're taking bacteria from anal to the vagina. And then I guess I I understand. I don't, it doesn't make as much sense. Like if you're going from vaginal to anal, but from what I read, you need to change it when you're changing locations. I think you can go front to back, but you can't go. You can never go back to front. You can. It's like you teach you about white. You can never go back to front. You can. Right. I think you can go front to back though. You also mm-hmm. technically, if you having multiple, uh, let's say you have like a three way, mm-hmm. you're supposed to like use a different one every time you switch to the other person. Which to that, me, uh, I don't. That how that work? I, I mean, you're supposed to do it, but like that's like ten, like throwing off the mood, like you. Getting it in, you gotta stop, get a new one, put it on, and get to the other one. That seems like mm-hmm. a lot of work. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've never been involved in that situation, but I'm just saying that seems like a lot of work. Have you ever used a, a substitute? 
No, but for a while, I thought I was allergic to, to latex. I, I remember telling my dentist that once, one time, what and then I went back to see him because I because like I just thought <laughs> I was, was, well because no because they use latex gloves to like get in your mouth like on your um when they're in your mouth. And so I guess that was the first person I saw after I thought I was allergic. And so the next time I went back, they were like, you have a latex allergy? I was like, no, I just thought, you know, it was a scare. Uh, I'm not allergic. But um, no, I've never. Because they make what? Lambskin? Lambskin condoms? I meant like a um, saran wrap, a shower curtain. I mean, uh, what's the girls put on their head? Shower cap. A shower cap. Anything like that. No. And I think you can use, so for oral sex you can use saran wrap to put over top of that over the um and dental dams yeah you can swap out um saran wrap for a dental dam when you're performing oral sex but nope never done that Mm. never had that and i don't see how it would just know i and so i i think thinking about that i can understand why some men or men like you can't you know perform oral sex on a man with a condom it just doesn't make sense and I guess in the same way, it probably will feel different with the condom on while you're actually having sex. Just like it will feel different if you're getting head as a woman with saran wrap on your body, on your privates. So never tried it. Have you? Uh, one time, uh, it wasn't my idea, but I was out of town and I forgot to get bring anything. And I wasn't expecting no action. And then I, um, somebody ended up picking me up at a bar. You wrapped some sur- saran wrap around your No, penis? it was a... Uh, it was the um she used the shower crap the shower cap from the the bathroom. It was her <laughs> idea. She was like a MacGyver. Wait, so that's what you used as a condom was yeah. a shower cap? <laughs> this was my early days. I'm not proud of this, but this was my early days in life. And I think I know the story too. I feel like you've shared that story. I probably have. Anyways, but interesting, you did not share that. I would never. I, I don't think the CDC would recommend that either. Luckily, I played by my own rules. <laughs> All right, all right. Our next story, this is something we already talked about before, but last week was Valentine's Day, like you said. And, and I already sent you this story. This, the story about the guy who tricked the people into getting them a free, a oh free mail on Valentine's Day. Lame. <laughs> so quick quick recap of the story. He went to Outback. He came up with this idea. He was like, I'm going to see if people will buy me a meal if I look like I got stood up on Valentine's Day. And this was a local guy. I think a D.C. Guy, D.C. area guy. So he went to Outback. He made a big scene about waiting for somebody, talking fake, talking to somebody on the phone, his girlfriend. She's supposed to come meet him. She's supposed to come meet him. Got a table, ordered two drinks. Like he ordered a beer for himself and he ordered her a wine because he thought she was going to come or she's supposed to be coming. Went through this old charade, even ordered the food because the kitchen was about to close. He stayed in this restaurant for about two hours, just pretend like he was waiting for a woman, ordered a meal, barely ate the meal, was sitting there looking sad and lonely, made a couple of fake phone calls like, where are you all? I guess you're not going to come or hope you're okay. Talk to you later to see if somebody will actually eventually pay for his meal. So it worked. He got, he ended up getting a free meal at Outback because he faked to have a, his Valentine's Day stood him up. What's your thoughts on this? Would you um, do something that's wacky just for attention? No, I would not. You know, I don't like attention. He's lame. And first of all, if you're really trying to freeload a free meal from somewhere, go to a, you know, Step, step your game up from Outback. Nothing wrong with Outback. I love their um, that brown bread they serve in the beginning. But you're just like lame and you went too far for a free meal. And you took advantage of people's kindness, I think. So if I was one of the people in the restaurant helping to pay your tab on Valentine's Day, I want my money back. I will be that petty. 
Well, he did. My, he did. Um, <laughs> refund me my money. Dollars. Well, and then mm, how, well, sir? Charity. And so, sir, if what is the real point of the story? So, did you do this and then go back to the news and tell the news that you were faking that you got stood up for Valentine's Day? Who found out that you were faking? Well, he was live tweeting the entire night. So like, that's okay. the story just went viral and caught on. Like he was like telling people, I'm about to do this. I'm about to try this. And throughout the night, he was updating like his Twitter. Like this is what's happening. And, you know, I'm looking here sad. I'm doing X, Y, Z. And eventually at the end of the night, when the restaurant was getting close to close, a couple was leaving and they said, yeah, we got you. No, I, the waiter told them they, we paid for his meal. And I think they actually might have stopped by his table and said, we got you. Sorry, what happened to you? And then left. And then he said, that, you know, he in turn gave $50 to a charity because he thought it'd be bad karma, karma if he got this meal for free and didn't like pay it forward in some type of way. So at the end of the night, I mean, he, he just wanted, did this all for attention. I think it's kind of, kind of a sad story that we need attention on. We so desperately in a full attention that we'll Sheesh. do a fake to get a meal. And then mm. he didn't even enjoy the meal because he let the food sit there and get cold because he had to play along with this whole thing of she not coming. So I'm sad. I can't really eat my food. And they've had this weird thing where he ate some food off the floor. For some weird reason. I think he had some macaroni and cheese and a piece of macaroni fell on the floor and he ate it. So I don't know what the, all that was for. Yeah. Dumb, lame, dumb. I don't like stories like that. It's just, yeah, just like you said it all. It's nothing else to add to it. Just ridiculous. I, I thought it was a cool, but I think he took it too far. Like, you know, I used to be a, a scammer. I used to be a con man. So getting over on people was always my favorite thing to do. But now that I'm reformed, I see the error of my waves and I see the error of this guy's waves. Steven, you are a clown. Good day to you. On our next episode, you have to delve into your scamming ways. Statue of limitations. Statue of limitations. All right. So, and and you brought up a really good point. And so another reason why we kind of, you know, did this, th- this sort of topic of weird stories for this week is this a lot of weird stuff going on in the world. And people are clearly doing a lot of things for attention. Don't want to dive into it too much because everybody's done talked about it and blogged about it. Lock this him whole, up. <clears throat> this whole uh, Jesse Smollett thing, for me, my my verdict is still out. I mean, we are talking about um, a particular police department that does not have the best history in the world. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um, not stand with Jesse at this point. I'm still holding out hope that he that this was real. Whatever happened to him, but it's not looking good. And then so along with that, on Netflix. There's this documentary called Abducted in Plain Sight. Just a very, very bizarre, bizarre story that took place in Idaho years ago where basically, if you haven't seen it yet, this neighbor kidnapped his neighbor's daughter twice and molested her. And in between all that, he ended up sleeping with both the um the parents of the daughter. But he only got a hand job from the father. <laughs> well, the I, and, see, and see, I think that it's more to that story. I think he did more than that. Um, but just it's just like what is going on in the world? Like how to you, truth is definitely stranger than fiction. That's the best way to sum that up. But anyway, um, amusement parks. Guess who's trying to open up an amusement park? R. Kelly. And we're going to end the podcast under, early. 14 and under the attempt. You know how we, they got the ride? You must be this tall to ride. You must be under 14 to enter. Woo! <laughs> 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 okay, who? Tyra Banks. <laughs> What's, what? 
What kind of music park that's gonna be her big forehead is? It's gonna be called Model Land, and it's she wrote a book called Model Land, and now she's gonna have this theme park that's um, basically kind of like a tribute to like Disney World and those and Universal Studios, but the focus is going to be on models and the modeling world i know so i'm like i can't really envision it and so there's this whole long article on variety about it and she they like like they were like tell us about the experience and what what is it going to be like and she was like it's going to be um modeling meets dining meets shopping meets world-class destination meets entertainment and it's just like how does model modeling boring meet dining and i'm like First of all, modeling is already entertainment and fashion, so you're not really bringing anything new to the table. And it, um, to me, it just sounds like it's going to be like a big shopping mall and just models everywhere, and you can eat. And I'm like, that's not really a theme park or an amusement park, but she is like, has been working on this for the past ten years. Where is it? Where is it going to be? Does it say Santa Monica, California? It's going to oh, be a twenty one. I guess so. You be, I, I've never been there, but I um, you, went to Santa, you didn't go to Santa Monica Pier when you was in LA. Going no. to see a Kung Fu concert? No, I didn't. I you didn't. went to Rock School, so. Yes, I went to uh, what's his face? But I'm and just you like go, go get some chicken, but not go to the beach when they go to LA. <laughs> I, 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 so it's gonna be a multi-level ticketed attraction, whatever that means. And it just keeps. She just kept talking about the fact that it's gonna be a robust, robust retail offering and experiential experiential dining not your typical restaurant outing so it's just and the restaurant day. but models don't even eat tell so what it what's she talking about don't models don't. be skinny as hell yeah we're gonna I, be serving I, in, um diet pills and um slim fast i don't know i don't know and she's talking about she's hoping that they can expand out and um be in other cities across the world and across the globe to be a franchise and uh, I, I just don't see it, Tyra. I mean, I loved your, your talk show. I loved America's Next Top Model for sure. You want to be on top? I love, that was a good show. But I, I can't, I just don't see it. And I don't see anybody um, coming to your theme park for models. All right, tell Tyra, do me a favor. Instead of focusing on that, take that money that she was going to invest in that and invest in a new, um, some new edges. Because your forehead is real big and your hairline is pushed far back, farther than oh. mine. And my thing on life support. So that's what Damn. I want you to do instead. Focus on that, Tyra. All right. Well, okay. I'm not going to send that message to her. But hey, please, remember please she do. Was Can on- you write that up into the official um, transcript and send it to her? And I'll, sign I'll- it, love, Carlos. <clears throat> no, because you already came for Issa and she came back at you back in the day. So we're not going to let you get uh, drugged by Tyra Banks, the one and Issa, only. all I said was her was nice bush. And then she's she, going to say, well, I didn't, I didn't know my pubic hair was exposed. And I said, that's not what I was talking about. Anyway. Anyway. Interesting. Well, I got, so this one is two stories. They, they're very similar to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but basically, it's about two parents. One in New Orleans. Uh, I'll start with the one in New Orleans. A lady is facing charges at the video of at the incident on the school bus where she allegedly punched a nine-year-old in the face because a nine-year-old had hit her five-year-old. So she came up on the school bus. She said, where is he? <laughs> Pointed him out, ran up and started fighting the boy. It's all on videotape. The boy started throwing them hands back in self-defense. Um, was tagging her up a couple of times, but she ended up beating him because she is a grown woman and he is a nine-year-old boy. But she said it was because he beat up her, her. He hit her son. And then another parent, also 
So a second parent in what is this city? Yeah, sorry. Hey, where's this set? Where's this set? Where's this? I should have did a better job. A Texas man in Texas. Okay. In this story, a Texas man has been arrested for slapping a 12-year-old boy because he was bullying the man's stepdaughter. I saw that last one. So, okay. What are your thoughts on parents taking matters into their own hands to beat up children because children beat up their children? I feel like we're seeing this more and more often. Some parent is always going after some kid. I understand the reaction and the hurt and the anger you feel, but actually taking the step to place your hands on somebody else's child is wrong. And hey, mom ain't beat him, so she had to beat him. <laughs> Kids ain't gonna be no days. Don't do it. Like I can't I can't I couldn't imagine just going and going off on somebody else's child, beating somebody else's child up because they did something to my child. Like if anything, um yeah, I would just, if anything, if I have to go after somebody, it's going to be the parent. Like, get your child in control. But keep your hands off other people's kids. It's, it's really nothing else to say um, about that. You think it was justified in getting arrested? Yeah, because you assaulting a kid. You're an adult, man. Like, these are kids. These are kid, you know, kid problems. You know, bullying is a huge issue. And, you know sometimes the schools don't do the best at trying to resolve the issues between the kids, but certainly you going to knock somebody else's child out is not going to help the case either. I mean, if anything, you're going to traumatize that kid and probably your own, especially if your kid's there while you beating up his classmate, like don't do it. Don't and do the, it. And the, Texas, and the Texas story looked like it worked though. Cause little man was shook. The dude that got slapped in the face, the 12 year old got slapped in the face. I think he got slapped. He uh, was scared to go outside at the recess. He Aww. wanted to hang around the teacher <laughs> because the dude smacked him and he told him if he told anybody, he was going to beat them up too. Even if you tell the police, he was going to beat the police up. So I, I doubt he'll mess with his stepdaughter again. So, and I, well, I mean, I don't think this dude will get no real jail time for smacking as well. He'll probably get like some community service or something like probation. So, and that's the question is it worth it if it gets. Hit this little kid to stop bullying your kid and then also probably sends a message in the school that this is not the child to be messed with. <laughs> Don't mess with her or her father. Her me. will come beat you up. <laughs> I mean, if it, it worked for that case, but that's not the, that's not the way to do it, y'all. And it's I, not worth it. Man. Even in the case, he didn't like beat the crap out of me. He just gave him a good hard slap across the face. That's crazy. That it, that, see, if that's the story, if that's the same story I read at the end, it said that the mom of the girl, because the the it was the stepdad that yeah. the stepdad was taken up for his stepdaughter, who the article wrote her up as a transvestite, which I thought Ooh. was an outdated term. The daughter? Yeah, it said no, like no. The, they were calling her that. She wasn't one. They were just calling oh, her to make a fun of her. That oh, was oh, the oh. insult that the kids was given to this uh, little. Who is up here teaching kids about transvestites? And that word is just not even appropriate. Anything kids learn, they probably heard from their household. That's why all hate starts. Kids don't just grow up hating people. You usually hear negative comments at home or other people, and Mm -hmm. they think it's So you don't think it's okay for these two stories, the woman in New Orleans and the the guy in Texas to go up on the school bus? Especially she stopped beating up a nile. My little local was fighting in the back, though. Because the the boy getting stopped to have a video. But I, the video, I, they had the video of the one in New Orleans, and the old man was fighting her back. I have questions. Who was videotaping this? Probably one of the other kids. Every guy, everybody got cell phones nowadays. Mm. It wasn't mm-hmm. like the, it wasn't like the bus driver. It was one of the kids in the back. And dude mm. was swinging. He was trying his best. She just was a heavyweight, and he was a uh, 
he was a lightweight. He couldn't. She was. She he. She was out of his weight class. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, stop teach your kids not to bully. I agree. You should probably go talk to the school. But half the time, the school don't want to do nothing because they scared of this and scared of this and scared of lawsuits about confronting people. And then you go talk to the other parent, and then the kid probably earned the vows from somewhere. You go try to talk to the other parent. The parent be ready to fight you. But what? It, so this whole the whole bullying thing. Are kids are are kids meaner today, or are kids today more kids mainly more softer? Softer or no? I don't want to say that because I feel I don't feel like bullying has changed, or there has been like an increase in bullying. I think people just are more more vocal about it now. It's like you know, gonna go home and tell your parent what happened. Like I don't think it's like a brand new rampant problem because I got bullied in school. You know, not super. <clears throat> Shut up! And you did too. What's your old? What's your old little self? You just ah, ah. Got grown no, a couple years ago. I, I, I used to fight all the time, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. I told you I, when I was a kid, when I was like in elementary school, I was definitely always like the smallest person in the whole school. You know, now I'm six nine, two hundred fifty pounds. But when I was in uh, um, elementary school, <laughs> six <laughs> nine fifty. When I was in elementary school, I used to be like the smallest person in the whole school, right? So uh, it, it, people used to always try to bully me. But I just used to be just be fighting. I used to be getting in so many fights, man. I would, and of course, they was way better than me, so I wouldn't be winning the fights. But people want to bully people who ain't gonna really fight them back. So if they know, you know, they can beat you up. If you are gonna be fighting them every single day, they eventually leave you alone because mm-hmm. it ain't worth the effort of picking on somebody who's gonna fight you every single time. You want to pick on somebody who you can just take advantage of. It'd be a little quick thing. You threaten them and they run away or they give you whatever you want. But if every time, even if you beat them up, it turns into a fight. You gonna you gonna stop you gonna leave them alone because it ain't worth the effort or the hassle of it all. Mm-hmm. So I used to be fighting almost every day, man. But I'm not. I, I can't be bullied, man. I That's why you never it's learned crazy. nothing in school because you was over there fighting every day. Yeah. Anyway. That's rude. That's rude to say. You know oh. I got dyslexia, and I was held back several times. No, okay, you're just making stuff up at this point. I was so. not. I was not held back. No, I'm joking. Okay. You see, you making fun of people that got held back. You yeah, had any yeah. more stories? Shut up. Yeah. Oh, you don't got no I more started stories? school late. I started Crazy school bum. late when I was six years old. <laughs> I believe it. I was like, <laughs> I don't understand how does this math work. You only one year younger than me, but you graduated high school like four years after. I did not. It was not four years. All right. Whatever. It was about. But two then, years. like, one of my you close... school late. You did go to school late. But no, one of my uh, close friends was older than me and we were in the same grade. So we both had that same struggle where we were both, old, you know, older. We were more mature in our class. Uh, he or she stayed back, right? No, nah, he didn't get. No, he did get held back. That was a difference. He did get held back. But still. So he's about what, 23 when he graduated. <laughs> Corey, I know that's you. It was not Corey. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't have any more stories. Right. That- I, I got a couple of more, but go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna drag them out. I ain't gonna drag them out. I'm, I'm gonna end with the funniest one, but I'm, I got a, a real quick one. A lot of times, I'm always like criticizing churches and stuff like that, and like tearing down churches because I believe like a lot of it is a scam, and they always out to hurt somebody and they ain't doing that for the community. Just got their hands out, their dollars. I mean, their hands out for your money, but they don't ever get back. But I do want to give a shout out to a church, a local church in the DC area. And I want to make sure I get this church right because it'd be rude if I didn't when I'm trying to shout them out. This is a church in Alexandria, Virginia, called the Alpha Street Baptist Church. Oh my god! And gosh. what they did? Oh, you know the story already? 
No, nah, I don't know the story, but I know the church. Oh, you been to that church before? I want to go to the church. And it, is they... that the church you where you were trying to sleep with the deacon? Excuse me. The deacon you tried to sleep with the deacon in the pure pit. Oh my oh my starting rumors. You starting rumors. No, I've never visited the church, but it is the name is familiar. Go ahead. Right. Shout out to the church because what they did was they um paid off the college debt of thirty-four seniors uh, in college. Mm. Um over a hundred thousand dollars that they raised through what they called a um a fast. Um they had a fast for a month. Uh, I think it was around the time of the government shutdown. They had a fast where um, they fasted on some type of item. Like, for example, the pastor said he used to get like a $4 cup of coffee every day. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting a $4 cup of coffee, instead of, he put it into this the, this, the donation page. And they ended up raising over $100,000. And then they took that money and gave, instead of just taking it back and putting it in the church or putting it in the building fund or whatever it is, they actually paid off a group of 34 college students, I believe at Howard University, paid off their last little bit of money that they owe so they can graduate without having any at least a debt from that particular semester or whatever it is. And it helped mm-hmm. over 34 people. They met the people. They brought them in. The, the, the 34 got a letter to come down to the financial aid office or um, the registrar's office. And then the pastor was there. He greeted them. And he said, yo, we paid off this excellent number bill for you, free and clear. Uh, congratulations. And so I, I want to give a shout out because I'm always quick to dog do one of these mega church passes is driving around in Bentley's and getting private jets and Meanwhile, the people in the in, in the in the congregation that can't barely pay their rent or don't have no food to eat, and you driving around living lavishly. Mm-hmm. So this church actually gave back to Alpha Street Church, gave back over hundred thousand dollars. So just a shout out to them. Um, any thoughts on that? Other That's... than you want to say to Deacon because <clears throat> I heard he rocked your world in the pulpit. No, come on now, come on. I, that's a very nice, refreshing story to hear about Alfred Street um, Baptist Church. Who's what's the pastor's name again? You didn't even shout the pastor out. What is this dude's name? Come on. R- Reverend Mark Laverian. Mm, I don't know okay. if I'm saying it properly. No, I don't think that's the right. That, uh, that's, that's not, not the right. No. Because his name mm-hmm. is, um. because anyway, that same church this weekend, if, if you live in a DMV and you hear this on time, they're doing um, an HBCU college fair at the. Uh, uh, oh, my bad. Reverend Dr. Howard John Wesley. Yeah. Yes. Dr. He, I guess the other guy was another one of the reverends. Uh, yeah, Re- yeah, yeah. Reverend Doc- Dr. Reverend Doctor. Is Reverend more important than a doctor? <clears throat> Dr. Reverend? It, I guess. I wonder if it depends on the order that you got the degree. Got this, not degree, because you don't get a degree in Reverend. You just well, I'm on become one, right? Can I, can I put Reverend in front of my name? <laughs> Reverend a- Doctor. I, I don't know. But I'm doctor. a Reverend. But I think Dr. Reverend, I've never heard, I've always heard it Reverend Doctor, never Dr. Reverend. So there has King? to be. What was his? It was, his was Reverend. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther yeah. King. Yeah, you were. Damn. So I got to get my doctor so I can be Reverend Dr. Carlos D. <clears throat> but you don't believe in, um, anyway, we're getting off task. So anyway, if you're going to NDC this weekend, they're doing an HBCU college fair at the convention center. Uh, it's free. All you have to do is register. You can visit um, the Alfred Street Baptist Church website to register for that event. And you do have to register in order to attend. It's going to be over. It, get, I think they said, the yeah, lots of HBCUs there. Just go, just go. I'm trying to go, trying to take my niece. Um, yeah, so nice oh, that yeah, you're closing you, out on that story. Close to to college, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. She, <clears throat> June, June. So, is she on the um the same graduation panels or auntie or is she on the regular one? Like she, a normal people. <laughs> she is on pace. She is on pace. 
Shout out to her. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank y'all. All right. I'm going to end on one last, one last story because I don't want to hold people too long. Um, but this story takes place in Wichita, Kansas, where it's, and I'm going to read the headline to you. A bomb threat at a Home Depot turned out to be a man warning others about how badly he needed to use the restroom. <laughs> So apparently this has happened more than one time, but this is the latest time it's happened where a guy uh, <laughs> so I guess a guy said he about to blow up the bathroom. And I think anybody that's a certain, I think that's a cultural thing. Because you've heard people say that before. If you somebody came into your house or into your place of business or wherever you worked and said I'm about to blow the bathroom up, <laughs> would you think they had a bomb or would you know what they were talking about? Uh, of course I would know what they were talking about. So I don't know if that's a cultural thing or not because I feel like everybody at least that a, I know, I, it is a they know if you about to put a bomb in that bathroom or blow that bathroom up, they're not talking about no blowing it up. You're talking about blowing it up. <laughs> and don't go in there for another 35, 45, 45 minutes. minutes. You got to light some matches, spray some air freshener, and even that don't do nothing. But apparently the guy had to use the bathroom real bad, number two. And he was going around the store <laughs> Two pieces. He basically said, you all need to get out of here because I'm fixing to blow it up. <laughs> and then a witness, <laughs> a witness to the bomb about to be dropped, didn't believe it to be a joke, but he still went and um, he laughed at the man. But somebody that reporting it, the police came, it turned to a whole ordeal. Um, and this is not the first time it happened. Apparently it happened in November too in a restaurant where a guy said he was about to blow the bathroom up. And they called the police on him. And then they actually arrested that guy, though, for two charges of communication false information on planned arson, which I think uh-uh. is unfair. Uh-uh. He, he, he clearly had no bomb on him. He clearly exactly. wasn't making it. He was just being loud and joking around about blowing it up. And sometimes you do got to blow it up. <laughs> right. Right. What I but call I, it, I call it blessing the toilet whenever I do it. Ew, gross. Man, that's a lie. You mean cursing a toilet. I'm blessed. Curse. Think it's some business, but that that was the last story. Do they got the guy's name here? I want I want to make sure I shout this dude from Wichita, Kansas. Oh, they don't even got his name here, man. I guess he that was too embarrassed. They gotta protect the victim. <laughs> <laughs> they want to protect that man. I'm at Home Depot. Who want you? Uh, who you want to use the Home Depot bathroom? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Ooh, he must have really so. had to go. So that's how you know it really was an emergency. If you're trying to, you know, do that in a public bathroom. I mean, if, if I ain't at home, I try not to do that unless I'm at home. And then, and then sometimes at work, I hate to do it at work. Like the bathroom, the floor that I'm on mm-hmm. is so um, disgusting. Like it's something about the floor that I'm on that that bathroom is always real dirty. So I got to go to another floor. And to me, if somebody already in there, I cannot go in there. I cannot go into the stall if somebody's already in there. Like if somebody already in the bathroom, especially if they already in the bathroom blowing it up themselves, I do. I go to another floor. And it's it's uh seven floors. Well, mm-hmm. two it go from two to eight. So is that that's seven floors. And I will go from floor to floor. Unless it's a dire emergency, I will go to floor to floor until I find an empty bathroom. And then I got to go in and make sure the toilet is not messy. I got to pull out, you know, those little paper things. I get at least three of those. I put three of those on top of each other. Even though I don't know what they protect you from. It ain't nothing but a piece of tissue paper. But well, I, I think it's just so you don't sit in somebody else's pee. Well, I'll wipe it. If it's pee on I'm not going to. I'm going to try not to use that stall. Because it'd be like six. And I always go in a handicap one. I don't know if it's called. Dis- if you can say handicap or disabled. But I always go into the one. All the end where you're supposed to go for wheelchair people. But right. I go in there because it's more spacious. But you and know they what? also be having decent toilet paper in there. Okay. Like in the ones that are not handicapped. They be having that long. big. You ever see that big old roll of toilet paper? It's like. It's like yes. a big old. 
yeah. manhole of like light a, and it's thin. Yeah. It's real thin. Uh-uh. Yeah. And the disabled one, they have regular two ply. So I always go in the handicap store. After I check to make sure nobody in there. Okay, so quick question. Two things. First of all, I always find it interesting that the handicap stall is always furthest away from the door. So I would think that you would want to be, um, you know, have that stall first. But that's not the case in anything that I've seen. Second of all, does anyone in a wheelchair, with a wheelchair, um, work where you work? Because we have handicap stalls. Um. I guess all, you're required to. You're required to, but like we don't have anybody in a wheelchair um, or with a you know a physical disability that would cause them to need more room to use the restroom. So I always go in um, the the bigger stall. Like that's the favorite stall at the job because it's bigger. To my knowledge, we only got one guy who's in a wheelchair, and he mm-hmm. not on my floor. He on the floor above mine, so I don't really ever see him. Like it's nobody ever in there, but I mean people right. will be in there, but none of them be handicapped. They just be regular people like me. Because it's more spacious. You can like yeah. stretch out and really right, enjoy right. yourself. But the but with the little um the uh toilet protectors, I use those and toilet paper to line the toilet if I have to sit down on it. So I think it's just and you don't want your your you know, your butt cheeks on something Oof. that somebody else don't sat on like that the, you don't oh. know. You know? Man, so. in your own home, that's one thing. And the uh but in public, I try, I try, like if I'm out in public, public, like at work, I'm going to be there for eight hours. I can't just leave work. But if I'm in public, public, I try to wait till I get, I got to go home. It got to be like a dire, dire, dire. Yeah, some bubble. dire diarrhea. Or whatever it is before I try to use a public place. And even then, what's the worst place you ever did? Mm. Mm. I, probably at work because I, and I only started doing it at work within the past like six years or so like i would always oh I, uh-uh, I don't do it in public that's why you so had been... intestinal problems i don't yeah <laughs> like i've been on even with um like number one like i've been on an airplane for hours at a time and i haven't gone because i don't want to use a tiny airplane bathroom and it's public so mm-hmm. yeah 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 but we'll talk about our um, bathroom habits on the next episode of the PLP podcast. All right. Let's get up out of here. Any, All right. Final, you want, do you want to make a declaration that you... I'm still going to give you another chance to apologize to Mr. Gabby. Gansy. Gabby. You can't even say my name. Gatsby. Uh, apologize to Gatsby. Are you going to do it? No. I, there's nothing to apologize for. I express okay. my opinion. Are you going to apologize to the congregation the Alpha Baptist, Alfred Baptist Street no, Church? No. You better the deacon. Do not, do not even do that. I've never even been to that church. Stop doing Put that. Clothes on you mean? Sh- anyway. Boy, bye. <laughs> do you want to promise that you're gonna read all my articles I sent to you, no matter what, and reply with a funny comeback? I will do my best, and I always have a funny comeback. So. Okay. All right. All right. Do you want to give any last shots before we leave, Corey? I'm sorry for making fun of you for being held back so many times. He is Corey is not the subject of that story. Um, just want to reiterate my shout out to Jiffy Cornbread. So good with some butter. That's cents from the dollar store. All right then. Um, so you know where you can find us: it's Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, where you find great podcasts. Uh, go to our Instagram page and like the posts that Christy puts up at the POP Podcast, and then you can send us emails to the POP Podcast at gmail dot com. This was episode number. 40-something. 44. Big Barack. <laughs> Shout out to Barack. Yes. Did you read Michelle's book yet? Yes. Yes, I did. 
All right, shout out to the the Flotus with the Modus and the Potus with the Black Modus as well. Uh, this has been your boy Carlos D. Your girl Christy. See ya. Thank you.